Welcome to the Pit to Peak Podcast. This is your host, Trevor J. White, and today's topic is this. There will always be people in the peanut gallery. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's show. So, uh, so let's, let's just dive right in. We're going to dive right into today's show. Uh, there will always, and I'm outside on my deck, so, uh, and I've got some neighbors who just moved in, and I'm, uh, they've got some loud dogs that just like to bark at you. All the time. So if you can hear the barking in the background, just know it's my new neighbors that have two big dogs that like to bark all the time in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. So uh, to say it's been trying and testing for our new neighbors to be living here now is a very valid statement. So, but that is not today's topic. That is not today's talk. It has nothing to do with it. It's just the fact that they're sitting here barking at me as I'm sitting here on the deck. They're staring right at me. I don't know what they're trying to say to me. I don't speak dog. And so if I spoke dog, they're probably like saying, what's up, dude? How you doing, man? I'm the new neighbor. I just want to say hi and just uh, let you know uh, we're here. And uh, we moved in from Detroit, and uh, we're pretty excited to be in uh, Utah. Uh, I think that's probably what they're saying. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. You know what? Change the, change the story. I'm going to flip the script and make sure they realize that, uh, uh, yeah, that uh, you know, I, can, I can make up whatever story I want. So I'm going to flip the story. That's what they're doing. They're just saying what's up. They're saying what's up. <laughs> so, uh Oh, and my little girl came out here to say what's up in the middle of my podcast recording. So say hello to the peeps. Hi. Okay, my little girl sounds like a 70-year-old smoker. Hi. That's right. And she came to show me her braids. Apparently, she did her very own braids. She's been at a friend's house all day, and my, my wife have been in Park City getting ready for her event called the Butterfly Effect Live. And uh, so anyhow, this is what I want to talk about. So... We had a really long day today, which was a great day. Uh, we got up at 4 a.m., went over. My buddy, was uh, he produced a half marathon. This was his inaugural one, which is pretty fantastic. His very first one he did uh, with one called the Spanish Fork Half. He had 165 registered runners, uh, which was awesome. That's great for a very first year. We came out, um, and I know, I know just from being in the event world that you're on a limited budget in this space. And so I'm like, okay. Uh, let me help you in any way I can. So I came, built him a stage. We brought all the sound and, and all of that so that we could make sure that he was taken care of and that he was able to uh, obviously put on a show and we were to help him do that. So we get up at 4 a.m., get there, get everything set up by 5.30, runners start at 6.30, the event goes off great. It starts downpouring rain literally as the last runner is finishing. The sweep, they got a sweeper that basically sweeps the end of the track. Like It sounds weird, but I didn't know this in the running world for a while, but they have runners out there that will run paces, certain paces, and then you have sweeper, right? So they have this person who's going to go and actually, they're the last one. That way you know all the runners have gone through. So anyhow, they finish right when the downpour is coming down. We're like, ah, so we're running like crazy, getting everything covered up and, and broken down and into the truck. We head straight from the truck to uh, up to Park City. Uh, for anyone who's not super familiar with Utah, usually you know what Park City is. Uh, Park City is a resort community. Uh, I live about an hour and a half from there. Uh, I live in my own little uh, nook of Ogden or of Utah, up in what's called North Ogden. And there's a lot of there's just a lot there's a lot of mountain here. I live in a mountain. Uh, Park City's in a mountain. It's a beautiful place. Uh, but anyhow, Park City is very very famous. A very cool place, and so we head up there. Why do we head up there? You may be asking yourself. Well, let me tell you why. Uh, my wife is is putting on an event. Um, this is her first event since COVID, uh, getting people back together. She's just been kind of apprehensive of doing it, just because of just the climate and just how people are and etc. So she, we're going for it. So put on this event up there. It's called the Butterfly Effect Live. Uh, it's a women's women's only event, and it is a transformational event centered around fitness and then in every area of life. It is, it's really hard to describe, but ultimately it's taking women and empowering women 
and getting women together into a space, into a live event. And as far as production's concerned, man, this is where I thrive. This is where I shine. So we are overproducing this to the umpteenth. We've got uh, professional videographers uh, that work in Hollywood coming down. Like we are doing some crazy stuff. Uh, for this. So I'm very, very, very excited for this show. But anyhow, so as we're there, we went into the venue. We went to the venue. It's a beautiful hotel up there. And it's just, I mean, it's picturesque. It's picturesque. Just picture a mountain luxury. This is what the venue looks like. And so we wanted to get footage of it because we're going to use it for a couple ads that we're going to run. And so we're there and I'm, and I, you know, it was funny. I went into the, I went into the hotel lobby and talked with the employees there and I'm like, Hey, we're doing, you know, this thing. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, is that okay if I film? And I, you know, I don't want to be some weird creeper that's just walking around your lobby and you're running a hotel film. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So that was cool. So we got our permission and we did a bunch of cool B-roll. Uh, um, and just gorgeous, gorgeous building, gorgeous area. It was gorgeous today. The weather, uh, it rained, right? I told you, but by the time we got to Park City, it was, it was, it was perfect skies. So we get all the footage, but then we wanted to let people, uh, people who don't know what Park City is, who've never seen it, we wanted to, you know, show them what Park City is. So we went up into the mountains a little bit, up to some of the ski resorts and got some really beautiful footage of, of the mountains and what it looks like there and really the, the what we're going to be surrounded around in this event. And then we wanted to get historic downtown Park City. And so we go to downtown and it's busy, it's Saturday, right? There's a lot of people. And so we are filming and, and we switch, we switch, you know, I'm filming and Daniel's driving our truck. And we've got a truck that's loaded up with gear, right? We don't normally drive the truck unless we're using it to haul something. And so we got a truck loaded up with the gear from the marathon earlier in the day. And uh, we pull into this main, this, you know, it's historic main street and it's gorgeous. You'll have to go look at my wife's ad to see what the footage looks like and see what the city is. But it's very, very cool. Just think old school, uh, mountain luxury, uh, just beautiful. I don't know. That's all I can describe. Old shops, like just very cool. If you've ever been to like Jackson Hole, Wyoming, uh, same kind of thing. So anyhow, so we go and we're filming and I'm basically hanging out the window and I'm filming and we're getting a lot of people that are being very responsive. We were in one of the footage that we're for sure going to use and it ended up perfect. Uh, I'm kind of just filming out the window as we drive past these buildings. And we're going pretty slow, like five miles an hour. Uh, and, and we're driving and I've got people waving. Uh, that one was beautiful. So we, we get to this other intersection. We're heading up. It's pretty long, long, pretty long main street and we're heading up and there's this family. Now, now you guys are all very aware of what a crosswalk is. I'm sure, right? You all have heard of them before. Maybe you've used one from a time or two. And when you cross the street, you cross in the crosswalk, right? Okay. That's pretty typical. Now it's okay. If you don't want to cross in a crosswalk, just be safe. And when you cross in that crosswalk, you know, you just know you're doing something little, little risky, right? You're, you're breaking the rules. You're being like a crazy rebel, right? So, <laughs> and I've, I'm, you know, you know, they call that jaywalking. That's a thing, right? And I've done that plenty of times. So the reason I'm setting this up is because it's for the following. So we're rocking. We're not going fast. We're going slow. And you have to understand we're not going, we're not going that much slower than everybody else, but we're definitely going slower than everybody else. But we don't have people behind us. It's not like a row of cars behind us, but there's lots of people walking on both sides of the road. And we're rolling up. And I'm telling Daniel, don't speed up, stay this speed, because we're trying to capture a certain image of these buildings as we're going past. So we're hustling, meaning we're working. We have vision. We are creating something. Like, we are in the game. Like, if you were to put this as a football or a basketball analogy, right, we are in the game. We are actually playing the game. It's called the game of business, the game of figuring out how to do what you do, how to grow a company, how to grind, how to build. Like, we're, we're playing the game. We're not on the sidelines. We're not on the sidelines. And sometimes I sit on the sidelines in life and certain things, but this is a case where I was not on the sidelines. Daniel and I, we're both in the game. We are playing the game. Going, filming. I'm hanging out the window, filming. This family, not just, not even like who you would expect, this family, 
dad, mom, bunch of little kids. I actually didn't get a look at them because I'm focused on the filming. Like I'm hanging out the window on the passenger side filming. Uh, that just, when I just said that, uh, for those of you, if you didn't, you guys didn't, <laughs> that sounded like the TLC song. Boy, I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a boy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride. <laughs> I'm probably the only one that heard that reference when I said it, but I didn't actually mean to say it that way. Maybe that's why I thought it was funny. So anyhow, there you go. You got a little TLC action from me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> on with the story. Hanging out the passenger side. We're rolling. All of a sudden, I hear this super annoyed man's voice. Like you could tell he was right out of our of, of the driver's side window of the truck. And he says, oh, it's fine. Just go ahead and take your time. And I'm like, what the? And so we're still filming. I went back and listened to the audio because we're going to, we're going to, for the footage we're going to use, we're going to cut the audio anyway. So I wasn't trying to worry about being quiet or not. But I like went back and listened to it and I, and I didn't even respond to him. My wife just responds like, yep, we're filming here. And she just like, and we just keep going, doing our thing, right? And we just, we just go, we just move. And I thought about it, like there's an initial reaction, like I just wanted to be upset, right? I wanted to be frustrated. I wanted to be like, are you kidding me? Like, I'll freaking, I'll freaking knock you out, punk. Don't come at me, bro. I'm in the middle of doing my thing. Like, I'll cut, like that was like the initial, like for about two seconds. And then the other side, I was like, it was almost like, I'm just like, this is, this is what exists in life. This is what exists in life. When you are doing something that is outside the normal, when you are in the game, when you are playing the game, there are plenty of people on the sidelines who will tell you how you should do something, will tell you you're doing it the wrong way, will tell you, no, you should do it this way, will tell you you suck, or maybe sometimes they'll tell you you're great. But either way, their opinion is not valid, is not justified, is not needed, not warranted, and nobody cares. No one cares. But when you are up to something, I don't care what the something is, when you are moving, grinding, and becoming more of the version of you today, when you were out there doing, right? There's a lot of people around. I got no problem hanging out the window of my truck to film some footage for an event that is literally gonna transform women's lives. Why? Because the vision of where I'm taking this is much bigger than some jackass sitting on the side who was impatient because instead of going the speed limit of 10 miles an hour, which was the actual speed limit of this road, ladies and gentlemen, instead of that one, I'm going five. We're going five miles an hour and we're getting some footage so that we can transform and change people's life. But there's always going to be somebody like him. Is he a bad guy? Nah, he's probably not a bad guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. He was there with his family on a Saturday there in Park City. Maybe he's going to go take him to dinner. Maybe he's taking lunch or take him to lunch, get a little cafe, maybe buy him some Park City swag. Like, good for him. Good for him. He's spending time with his because he could be out with his buddies drinking on a Saturday. Right? Ignoring his family. He wasn't doing that. So is he a bad guy? Nah, he's not a bad guy. So I don't, I don't really have a problem with him at all, actually. But what it did is it helped me see and helped me remember that when you are up to big things, when you are up to anything bigger than the version of you today and you are willing to put yourself out and to go, to play the game, to be the one taking the hits, taking the punches and allow all these other people that have an opinion about what you have to say, just know they're going to have it. You just know when you are playing that way, they're going to have it. They're going to say it. They might agree with you, might disagree with you. My challenge for you guys, the same challenge that I have for myself in all these types of situations is to realize and understand that guess what? Their opinion doesn't matter. It is not valid. I don't know this, I don't know this family. I don't know what they're up to. Is that man a client? Is that man a prospect? Is that man somebody who I would invite to the butterfly effect live? Not a chance. He has absolutely no idea what we're doing. He has no idea, but he thought he had an opinion about my game. He thought he had an opinion about how I was living my game. 
And it is just so interesting. So twofold on this. Take a look at this because I've done this to myself and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be a peanut gallery guy. I don't want to be the 50, 60 pound overweight dude sitting in the armchair telling the professional athlete who operates at the highest level of the highest level that he sucks, that he's no good, that he should have done this, he should have done that. And all the while being 50, 60 pounds overweight and my fat ass can't even get up and walk to the, walk to the, uh, the freaking mailbox and back without, without needing to take a break, right? And that's the peanut gallery. I don't wanna be the guy who sees somebody else doing something and my immediate thing is to share my opinion and my opinion of disregard, my opinion to say whatever they're doing is not valid. Because I don't know them just like this dude didn't know me. He has no idea what I'm up to. He has no idea the world we're creating for ourselves right now. He has no idea the women's lives that are going to be impacted in a month and a half in Park City in that same space from that video we were taking right then. And that's beautiful. He doesn't need to know. But for me is to realize and to remember, it's almost validation. If you don't have people from the peanut gallery talking trash on what you're doing, you're not doing anything. Let me just put it as straight, bold as I possibly can. If there are not people from the peanut gallery in your life talking trash about what you are up to, then you aren't up to anything. Hmm. Consider that. Think on that. And if you want to be up to something, if you want people, if you want something big out of your life, you can, you can literally reference point that to the amount of people in the peanut gallery who are giving you their opinion. And if no one's giving you their opinion, hmm, maybe it's time you look in the mirror and realize that you ain't up to anything at all. So that's all I got for you guys today. Look at that. Look at that space in your life. Figure it out. For me, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. The man being impatient with me on the road as I'm filming and filming for an event that's going, to, that's going to transform women's life, done. I love that peanut gallery. Keep coming at me. Keep coming at me because all it's going to do is give me fuel. So look at your own life. Look at your own life. This is Trevor J. White signing off.